everyone, and welcome to Nerdentity Crisis episode 16. I am your host, Ryan Bai, and I'm joined today by Mr. Adam Lovar. Adam, how are you? I'm doing marvelous on this Labor Day Monday. How about you, Ryan? Uh, you know, I worked on this marvelous Labor Day Monday, so you know. <laughs> so, so doing all right. <laughs> yeah, just fine. I'm also joined today by Leif Happy Happy Joy Joy Dizer. Leif, how are you? I am I'm happy and I am joyful and I loved that show back in the day. Have you ever gone back and like watched it as an adult though? I think I watched an episode, but it would have been quite a while ago still, probably like ten, twelve it's, years ago. It's kind of a fucked up show for kids. Oh really. It, 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 really is. It. <laughs> it was when I was a kid too. I was like, what in the fuck is but that stuff was great anyways. I don't care. And a I lot of those that. were though, like Rocco's Modern Life. I mean yeah, that's, that's true. Another good one, but honestly, pretty messed up. And the Happy Happy Joy Joy song is good, but it's it doesn't hold a candle to Log. Absolutely right. not. It's Log. Best. It's Log. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great song. It's big, it's heavy, it's wood. Still <laughs> in my mind from yeah. 20 years ago. <laughs> right. So today we are not joined by my literal brother from another mother, Justin Pickavance, because he is, we don't really know. He's just not here. So I Am think I... there was... There was alcohol involved, I'm guessing. So, yeah, we have the Coast Guard and uh, and several other search parties looking for him right now, but there yeah. hasn't been any response quite yet. Uh, I just called in a bomb threat at his house to make sure the SWAT <laughs> team show up to make sure he's okay. So. You swatted his house, okay? <laughs> yep, sure did. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I, he usually carries that little emergency beacon with him if this ever happens. And yeah. I don't know, maybe he got too drunk and lost it this time around. Oof, oof. Well, either way, he's alive. He texts me, so he's alive at least, so that's good. But he will not be joining us tonight. So you're saying we have rescue teams out? The Coast Guard, National Guard, everything out there searching for this guy, and he sent you a text. Yeah, and you, yep. you didn't. You didn't even tell them. But what if it? What if it wasn't him? What if somebody found his phone? But you just said he's fine. Now oh, we know he's not fine because there's yeah, a kidnapper or somebody yeah, that has. He's, him. Probably, he's probably not fine. Either way, if he's not fine, he's missing out on the podcast. Either hey, way, the show must go on. The show must go on. We don't miss a week, gentlemen. We do not miss nope. a week. No, we do not. <laughs> nope. <laughs> all right everyone this is nerd entity crisis your weekly video game podcast you can find us on pretty much any podcast platform of your choice google stitcher apple spotify so on and so forth actually you know what's one of our biggest one is pod chaser never even heard of it but yeah, uh, never heard of that quite Same. a few people listen on pod chaser so pod chaser as well what it what sounds- is your what doesn't pod chaser sound like a weird alien that hangs out at pod races and it's like trying to pick up somebody after the race like hey what's yeah. up yes. Pod chaser. <laughs> yes yeah like a groupie for pod racers yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> that, that was like in it. the that was in the deleted scene of a phantom menace <laughs> pod chaser what is your what is your pod downloader of choice you guys i use oh, stitcher. curiosity i use stitcher, stitcher yeah. as well Oh, yeah. I just use Apple Podcasts because it's already there. So yeah, There you go. That's easy. Make sure to leave us a nice review. Tickle that subscribe button. We would very, very much appreciate it. Also, follow us on Twitter at NerdentityPod and email us in your questions, NerdentityCrisis at gmail.com. All right, everyone. We're going to have a slight change in schedule moving forward. Leif, his hours at work are changing. 
so we're not going to be able to record. Basically, he's now going to be getting off work right around the time I'm waking up to go to work, from what it sounds like, because being a baker fucking sucks. So (laughs) we're going to start recording on Sunday nights now. We used to record on Tuesday nights. The podcast would usually go live on Thursday night, but now we're going to record Sunday nights and the podcast will go live Tuesday, roughly, depending on how work goes. Just so everybody's aware, we're also working on that second show with Jeremy. He just got his all of his equipment in the mail. So now we just need to think of a name. And then I got to get together with Leif and Jeremy and talk about what we want the show to be and all that stuff. But that is still in the works. It is still coming. And uh, yeah, I think that that handles the itinerary for the day, I guess. Or agenda. Agenda. What's the word? Veranda. Just be the, on the veranda. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the foyer. What are we? What are we talking about now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> on the other podcast, can we talk about rating maybe different types of glue as well? I would like to do that sometime. I mean, Elmer's is number one. It doesn't even. There's no, nothing Elmer's else. is Gorillas? not number one for being glue, but oh, Elmer's is true. definitely number one for like putting on your hand and then peeling it off like you're peeling skin off your hands. And are it's we, definitely wait, are we, number one for that. Can we rate them by taste as well? Are we going to rate uh, them by taste? Didn't realize that was a question because it <laughs> automatically is in there, and that's the number one thing we rate them on. Oh, okay. The cool. second thing is the adhesive, of course, yeah. but taste is first. <laughs> Followed by third, how nice it is to put it on your hand and peel it off. Yes, and then the fourth would be how high you can get off of it. Oh, there you go. I don't like this. I don't. I As don't a matter of fact, I, I, out on this. <laughs> I went through some sniffing of glue right before this podcast, and you know, I've I wrote down somewhere around here some notes on it, but I don't know where I lost them at. <laughs> that's because you were huffing you. glue, Leif. That's why there was some good smelling ones. I'll tell you that. I I believe it. I believe it. When I was a kid, I always liked to smell the markers. So. Wait, like There's just that. the regular ones or the like, ones that were actually scent- smelling? All sorts of ones. Um, the scented ones were kind of annoying because they smelled like food and things. I want the ones that smell like ink and like harsh chemicals and stuff. This this explains a lot, really, I think. I I understand you better now, and I'm glad you shared that with me. Am Thank I the you. only one here that liked to do that? No, that's fucking weird. Adam? Didn't go necessarily going around doing it uh, intentionally, but if it happened, it was it happened, you know. <laughs> Did you ever smell a marker and give yourself a Hitler stash? Did that ever happen? No. On accident? I don't think I ever did, but <laughs> maybe, and just nobody told me about it. it just right. Happened to, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just a washable marker. It came off in the shower or something the next day. All right, gentlemen, let's jump into what are we playing now? Adam, let's start with you. So we downloaded Man from Medan after you guys talked about that last week and started playing that. Super fun. Really enjoying that. Uh, we as in you and Kat? Yeah, yeah. We're oh, doing cool. the like multiplayer movie night sort of thing where you like pass the controller back and forth. Oh, yeah. Oh, that okay, was yeah. kind of a neat idea. How is that? It it was a lot of fun. You pick, you know, a couple characters you control at the beginning, and then it just it will like give you a warning when to pass the controller and I don't okay. know. It was fun. It was working out pretty well. There was a couple of times I had to like throw the controller to it was like here's your turn. <laughs> Go! You know, fast stuff going on. But no, that was it was a lot of fun. Um other than that, I decided to play some more grounded this weekend, and that was pretty fun since the last update. There's a couple new things. But that's about it. How are the birds on there? 
Uh, you can't actually interact with them. I like I got Aww. up to one and like tried shooting it, and it, the like arrow just goes through it. But uh, they drop feathers like where they perch, and oh. they like fly over. They'll drop feathers, and you can make a couple new things with. That. I was kind of hoping they'd be kind of like a raid boss of some sort or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I know? mean, it, it it could eventually. You know, it seems like it's one of those things they're slowly doing updates. So, Leif, how about you? What are you playing? Well, with the wife and child being gone all weekend, I literally did nothing except for stare at my computer screen. So I played uh, Kingdom Crusader 3 because Ooh. it was uh, free. It's free on Xbox uh, Game Pass right now, of course. And so, yeah, I played the hell out of that game. And I understand why it's you know highly rated. It, it's one of those games, I don't know, I got played it for like two and a half days yesterday i was so pissed at the game i all i stopped playing it for a little bit and played a game called faster than light for a little bit great game yeah that is a really fun game you know i was kind of like eh, it'll be okay but yeah i was i was into that for about four or five hours i played the hell out of that but then i hopped back to kingdom crusaders and finally chose somebody where i could I don't know. Like every time I'd start getting somewhere, I usually was playing as like a small vassal on Ireland. And then I'd end up conquering all of Ireland and making it my kingdom. But then as soon as I'd get there, pretty much, I would just get shit stomped by several other countries. All of a sudden would just start taking bits and pieces off of me. So I chose a a Nordic group, just a random guy that was attacking near like Poland or something. And I'm doing pretty good now. Like I've figured it out. Like I don't know. I I think when I was playing on the Irish on Ireland, it was I was playing really aggressive and just playing like a militaristic type, but this game requires you to have a lot more like finesse to it, I guess. You have to try to, you know, everybody, every single country and leader and even like people that don't own lands and stuff have a view of you and you can have interlocking relationships with basically every single person on there. And it's crazy. Like, I don't know, you have to like almost like try to marry yourself into another country and, or like basically like sell off your son or daughter, you know, into a marriage with another country to try to get an heir into more lands and stuff. You can try to murder off heirs and things like that. So I don't know it. I've gotten a lot better. I've expanded my lands massively and I have can have huge armies and stuff, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's very intricate. You can you can do a lot in that game. And like I said, there's everybody has their own stats too. I don't know. You can capture prisoners, you can torture them, execute them, force them into vassalage and stuff like that. I don't know. It's a very intricate intricate game, but you really it's very frustrating right away for sure so is there like any combat no and that's one thing i don't like is that you aren't ever seeing the battles you just know you're playing more of a strategy game you know you know that there's okay there's hills to defend here and the commander i've chosen is really good at defending in hills let's lure the army into this area and try to capture them with that or i know that you know my horsemen are gonna get just fucking creamed by their spearmen and stuff so i'm going to stay back or something like that you know try to lure them into a different trap but yeah there was a lot of times you're like you think you're doing really good and you can have a really good army but as soon as like there's blood drawn like okay it's like if you become like a slightly wounded animal 
every country around you is going to try to take bits and pieces off of you. So that was my problem with Ireland. I As soon as one country started to attack me, then all of a sudden I'd get just stomped by about three or four other countries. So Interesting. Yeah, very fun game. And I also played a little uh, StarCraft with you, Ryan. Hell yeah, we did. And uh, it was very <laughs> easy. Yeah, it was. Like, I forgot, like, the, there's no way to, like, set the difficulty of the computers, which is weird. Yeah, I like, felt yeah. like I could do that, but I guess I didn't remember if you could. Yeah, we played, two, what, two versus six, and then we just destroyed the first two games. And then we got the bright idea, you know what? Let's up the difficulty ourselves. We're both going to go Zerg. And that didn't go well. That, uh... That didn't go well at all. Yeah, if you can't handle that first rush of like Marines and your Protoss zealots, then you're yeah, you're screwed. So, but yeah, it was cool. It was like a nice trip down memory lane. So I remember just playing that game for fucking hours and hours and hours and hours back in the day. So it was cool getting back into that. Yeah, it was fun. So I have not had a whole lot of time to game because, like I said, I work in a grocery store and it was Labor Day weekend, and all I did was bake hamburger and hot dog buns for the past three days but i did have a little bit of time to jump into avengers because like i said last week i did buy that even though i didn't really want to and i bought it on the wrong console either way (laughs) it's okay like it's i really like the story and i'm I'm not going to talk spoilers or anything so when they announced that kamala khan was going to be kind of the main character miss marvel I was like, uh, really? Like, she's kind of lesser known. I don't know if that's a good move. But, dude, she's my favorite character by far. Oh, really? She, oh, yeah. She's fucking awesome. Like, not even to play as, but just as a character. Because she's, like, exactly how I would react if the Avengers were real. She's, like, total fangirl. And, like, just the way she interacts with the Avengers. I'm like, that's exact. I would say that exact same thing. That's exactly <laughs> like, she's just in awe of them. And like, obviously she gets her own powers too. So she like joins the team. I don't know, man. So I, I'm really digging the story and I'm really excited to see where it goes. I mean, I'm only probably four, maybe five hours in is all. Cause like I said, I haven't had a whole lot of time, but the combat is very just okay. Like it's, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. Some of the a couple side missions I did were like how to play as each Avenger because they all play different, and like they teach you like how to do a perfect dodge or a perfect parry or use their special skills and that kind of stuff. But it's always in like a one on one battle, and that makes sense. But like you're never in a one on one battle in that game. You're just surrounded by enemies all the time. So like timing a perfect dodge and a perfect parry when you're just surrounded is almost impossible. So it just kind of turns into this button mashing clusterfuck is kind of what it turns into. And maybe I just haven't played as the right character yet because you don't get to play as everybody right away. Like you slowly unlock characters throughout the story. So like mainly I've been able to play as Kamala Khan and Hulk and I just got Iron Man a little bit ago, but mostly I've been playing as Hulk. And yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense that he's just the run in and fuck shit up guy. But I don't know. I'm just not digging it. I'm just not digging the combat. I wish they could fine tune it a little more. I like the powers are kind of cool. I like the powers. Like each character has like 
one's tagged to right bumper, one's tagged to left bumper. And then if you hit both at the same time, you do your ultimate ability, which like Iron Man's is fucking awesome. He calls down Hulkbuster armor, which is fucking cool. So you hop in that and just mess people up. Nice. But I don't know, just like the overall minute to minute combat. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. I'd say that's very similar to my experience when I played the beta. It's, you know, it's really pretty to look at and like the story is pretty fun, but like the actual gameplay is kind of meh. Yeah, it's very meh. And I'm hoping like as I get more characters, I find one I fall in love with. And because so far Spider-Man. Oh, oh. fuck you. God (laughs) damn it. I almost like quit the other day and switched over to PS4 and rebought it. Like I just about did, but I was like, no, I can't do that. I can't. I'm not spending any more money on this shit. Right. Um, Are you? Do you feel kind of bad about buying it? Like it? Do you think it's worth sixty dollars? How about that? First, I off? do not. No, I don't. Playing through the story, fine. Yeah, it's cool. But and from some of the stuff I've read online, like the end game is pretty awful. Like it's, it's kind just, of grindy. Yeah, just monotonous grindy bullshit. So, I don't know. When I get through the story, maybe I'll have a better idea. But as of right now, I don't think I would have paid $60 for it. All right. I mean, I did, but I don't think I should have. (laughs) I'm doing this for you, listeners. Sons of bitches. (laughs) Wow. Insulting our listeners. (laughs) Ryan, you know what I picked up today? The new PGA game. On Steam. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you play it? Just got through the tutorial and that was like about all I got time to play. But that's awesome. It's too bad. Nelson's not here to yell at you about it. It looks really nice. Like the game looks really cool, actually. I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> if, if it's cross play, I'll play in a round of golf. Let's do it. I was gonna say that was do you obviously don't have it on PC, huh? No, I got it on Xbox. Gotcha. So. Wait, do you play with a keyboard and mouse? Yes. How? I I when I was doing the swings, dude, it was like perfect every time because I can just use your mouse to do the swing. Yeah, you just use your mouse. Interesting. I thought it was much easier to be perfectly honest than like using your thumb to use the joystick back and then up. Yeah, I bet it probably is. All right, guys, that's it for what are we playing now? Let's hop into Would You Rather and Leif. Why don't you go first? No, let Adam go first. Oh, okay, Adam. Why don't you go first? Okay, so I get done reading this really interesting like nonfiction fiction book about some weird conspiracies. So I'm going to ask you guys, would you rather know the truth about what happened at Roswell? Or would you rather know the truth about what happened with the JFK assassination? If there was something, you know, going on either of those sides go Roswell aliens. Fuck. Yeah. I'm taking Roswell hands down. Sorry, JFK. So <laughs> dude, that's a no brainer, man. I mean, I feel bad JFK got murdered, but either way, he's fucking dead. It doesn't matter who shot him, really. I mean, eh, I'm going Roswell, dude. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm with Ryan on that. You know, it'd be neat to know if there was some weird shit going on with JFK. But at this point, are you going to be able to do anything about it? No, but with uh, Roswell, at least you'd know an answer that probably everybody is asking at all times. Like, is there other life out there? You know, it would give you an answer that yes, if something like that went down there. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I mean, that that's what I would go with as well. Roswell. For pretty much the same reasons, like, are we alone or not? Or was it just some terrible military like experiment gone wrong? Who knows? Yeah, like, yep. I mean, we're not alone. Let's be real. There's aliens out there. 
Absolutely. They're already here. They're listening to our podcast. I mean, has, yeah. wasn't that one of the downloads? Yeah, they're our biggest fan. I believe fan. so, yeah. It was... What was... <laughs> what's a fucking A? That horrible Disney movie from like back in elementary school with the... Oh, God damn, that's going to drive me nuts. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm lost on this one. Uh, that's all the description we have. I'm not going to take the time to look it up, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, I just I wish if there are aliens, I hope they're like those. I'll look it up at some point. <laughs> I was hoping they'd be though. more like Mars attack attacks. Oh aliens. god, those ones are so funny. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Minus them like wanted to kill all yeah, the race. Yeah, you know, right. minus that part, like they're really funny. They had a good yeah, sense you of take humor. Those out. Yeah, you they're take them apart, like, uh... like gremlins. You know what I mean? Like they they want to kill you, but they're kind of funny at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to do my would you rather Ness because it eerily ties in with Adams a little bit. Huh, okay. <laughs> would you rather be on board the ship from the Alien movie, from the movie Alien, and like have to survive that whole thing? Or would you rather be in the frozen Arctic with the whole team from the movie The Thing? That's a good one. That is a good I one. mean, both choices suck. I know. <laughs> Which one are you going with? I'm going to go with the thing because at least I'm still on Earth. And if I do manage to get out, you're on Earth. Like, you, there's no escaping the alien on the ship. You got to kill it or be killed. Right, right. The thing you might be able to escape. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't. I haven't seen the thing in a long time. Doesn't it, like, take. Or can it like shapeshift or something or take over people's bodies? Dude, also been a long, long time since yeah, I've seen that. Wrong. I think <laughs> it does, though. I think it takes over other people or something. That's what I thought. Or maybe they just start losing their minds. I can't remember at this point. It's yeah. been so long. But uh, I know, yeah, I, I think he, I think it could take over people, like control them for a bit or something. So, so which one are you going with? Uh Adam's 100% right. You should go with the thing. But I'd also like to see one of those crazy aliens. You know, I don't care. I mean, I'm going to die probably on either one, you know. So might as well go and check out and see how cool those uh, xenomorphs look. Might as well get this thing burst out of your chest now. You know, let's (laughs) do this thing. (laughs) Get a face hugger on you. See, I have my answer is the exact opposite of Adam's. I would go alien because at least I would get to experience space before I died. So that was my answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be fucking freezing the whole time. I mean, it's cold in space, but if you're on a spaceship with heat, eh, see, you're fine. <laughs> and then also, also, I just want to be, I want to be in that one scene where I can't remember the actor's name, but where he yells, game over, man. I just want, I want to be standing there and be like, uh, yes, dude. Was that Bill? <laughs> yeah, Bill how something. Pax, Paxton? Is that how you Paxton? say it? I think that's it. I Paxton? think that's it. Yeah, that is yeah. a great part of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, I would choose Alien. Uh, yeah, Leif, that'd be cool. what's, what's your would you rather? Uh, mine's not very good today, but I was curious on would you rather be like either a shark or a whale in the ocean or like a bird of some sort? Like different views uh, there. Um, I think I'm going to go bird because the ocean would just terrify me. Even if I was an apex predator, I don't want to know what's <laughs> fucking down there. 
I don't. I don't want to know what's down there. <laughs> Even though you're born into it, you see. Yeah, like, I don't. Fuck care. this. Nope, not gonna do it. <laughs> Screw this place. I'm going up onto the beach. Almost <laughs> purposely the beach himself right <laughs> when he's young. Fuck yep. This man. <laughs> I'm gonna go bird as well. I think bird would be freaking awesome. Uh, what type of bird? I don't know. I would be a yellow-throated warbler. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very oddly specific. I like yes. that. Yeah. <laughs> Probably some like type of like not necessarily like a buzzard, but like one of the like big giant wing ones that just like soar up in the sky for hours without flapping their wings oh, and stuff. Oh, sure. And they just just hanging out lazy? like a mile up in the air, you know, just like Wait, what up? <laughs> are you saying you're lazy? Is that what that is? Uh, sure. Just get a yeah. really good vantage point of up in the sky and as yeah, little yeah. effort as possible. Why do you have to work harder, Ryan? Come on. Yeah, that's not lazy. Life, that's smart. Life. What's your answer? I would go with something in the ocean. I'd I'd want to see some of the deep depths of the ocean. You would really? I would. Yeah, I'd really think it'd be cool. But if I was if I was to be a bird, I'd be a seagull just so I could annoy the shit out of people. <laughs> That's nice of you. I was gonna guess he was gonna go hummingbird or something like yeah, that. Right. <laughs> Wait, so if you're taking ocean, what what animal are you taking? Oh, I don't know. White shark. Probably probably some sort of whale. No, there's some whales that dive really deep. I want something yeah. that can dive as deep as fuck. Really. Yeah, you go down there and you're just gonna be really disappointed because it's just nothing. It's I know, be like right? Space like Ryan's just... gonna be really disappointed. He's like, oh, this is space. It's really <laughs> boring and empty. <laughs> it's empty. There's no life at all. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna but still. You're gonna dive down to the it. bottom of the ocean. You know what you're gonna find? You're gonna find the kaiju, and that's the start of Pacific Rim. You started Pacific Rim. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. He's gonna wake it at Thulu. All right. <laughs> Uh, all right, boys, that wraps up Would You Rather. We're going to jump in the news, but first, we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. Does the thought of a hospital surgical room feel too sterile for you? Are you upset that you don't have a taco buffet afterwards? Then you're in luck! Welcome to Cave Johnson's. Our bartenders are trained to pour the perfect old-fashioned and rip out your kidneys with superb skill. Don't want human legs anymore? We can take care of that. Is your eye twitching, but your friend's isn't? We can swap them out. And that's not all. The smell of tacos will be the first thing to greet you when you wake up in our luxurious alleyway slash patient quarters. Come on down to Cave Johnson's and tell them Nerdentity Crisis sent you, and you will receive an extra nose on your next visit. Sounds like a legitimate business to me. Yeah. Yes. Do, do you wake up in a bathtub full of ice when you're done or something? <laughs> well, usually you wake up and they have this very nice looking alleyway behind their building and the door is usually cracked open. You can smell the taco buffet from there. Let me tell you what. And you're going to be hungry when you wake up. Can I, can I ask a question? Is it like a like a nice restaurant taco buffet or like a strip club taco buffet? You know, have you been to some of the strip club taco buffets, man? Those are legit. And I don't know why you're demeaning them. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not, I'm not demeaning the strippers. I was just demeaning the taco bar. The strippers put do, together the bills. taco bar at the points that I've been oh, to, so oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> So you are demeaning the strippers. Oh, okay, I'm sorry to all the stripper. I, I apologize to our stripper listeners. I apologize. <laughs> and honestly, 
you get an extra nose when you go there. Last time I went sure. there, yeah, I got new fingernails and toenails put in. They just gave me a nose on my way out the door. That was great. <laughs> you know what that ad reminded me of a little bit? Actually, is Bioshock. <laughs> that's what, <laughs> well, Cave Johnson is the uh, is the character on Portal. Oh, Portal. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I threw that. I forgot there. about nice. that. <laughs> All right, guys, let's jump into the news. The first one is kind of a long one. I apologize for that, but I think we got a lot to unpack here. Hey, so hey, before huh? we get into the news, can oh, I God. can I bring up one little thing from last last week? Yeah, go for it. It was about the PS5 uh, little like uh, giveaway thing they're doing or whatever. You, yeah. Oh, yeah. the the lottery, the lottery thing they have going on. I I thought maybe. Right after, I was like, I had two ideas, but for some reason, I didn't write them down. And then the next morning, I was like, oh, I better write those down and only remembered one. So here it is. What if they're trying to keep people from buying up a ton of them this way, too? I don't know if they're selling directly from their site or something or how that works, but they'll for sure only be giving away one to each person. That's true, I guess. And they, yep. you know that, that they play PS4, too, right now. So. In the past, people buying up tons of them and then marking them up on you know resellers and stuff. That's always had been an issue. So hmm. Yeah, and with their stock I being so low that. automatically, why would they just allow that to happen even more, you know? so Yeah. So. By, by the way, listeners, as of right now, Labor Day Monday, we still do not have a release date or a price point. We're marking down the day, so guys, didn't, we're getting didn't Pringles, uh like leak something on accident. <laughs> I heard. Yeah, I think they didn't they announce like five ninety nine Xbox or something uh-huh. like that. <laughs> Way to go, Pringles! <laughs> Thanks for covering you, for us. Once you pop the fun, don't stop. <laughs> Way to be Pringles. Well, I mean, they they popped the one price point, but they didn't say anything about the PS5. So I yeah. guess it does stop there. <laughs> Frito Lay is going to announce the, the PS5 price. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Into the news. Number one Epic Games has filed a preliminary injunction against Apple that would force Apple to add Fortnite back onto its App Store. Epic has stated that since its removal, it has seen a 60% drop in players on the iOS system, which accounts for 116 million users, or roughly one-third of all of its player base. So I'm going to read just a little snippet from the injunction. And yeah, I'm a fucking nerd, and I read the fucking injunction. So (laughs) it's like a legal document. So here's here's just a little piece of the injunction. Without injunctive relief... Apple's actions will cause irreparable harm to Epic, as well as harm to countless third parties and the public interests. In this case, these two factors of the preliminary injunction are closely related. Epic was willing to stand up against Apple because it was the right thing to do, and because Epic believed it was better positioned than many other companies to weather the storm. But Epic is not immune from irreparable harm, and Epic's willingness to challenge an unlawful monopoly is not basis on which to discount its harm under the long line of Supreme Court precedent quoted above. In fact, granting the injunction would promote the public policies favoring competitive markets and disfavoring enforcement of anti-competitive contract terms. So then they jump into some other bullshit. Sorry, I should have gotten your opinion before I said bullshit, but I think it's bullshit. Fortnite is more than just a game. It is an intensely social community 
whose value to its users depends in large part on the ability to connect with other users. Epic has built a community that people rely on. By removing Fortnite from the App Store, Apple has cleaved millions of users from their friends and family in the Fortnite community, which entirely (laughs) depends on connectivity. God, I'm glad I was muted. I literally busted out laughing as well. I was just like, oh my god. I I unmuted just to laugh at that. (laughs) I should have. Oh, we're not done, boys. The user outcry has been deafening, showing real harm to public interest. Daily active users on iOS has dropped 60%, blah, blah, blah. And removal has already resulted in a loss of goodwill and irreparable damage to Epic's reputation. (laughs) The continued loss of Fortnite as a gathering place for users on all platforms will lead Epic's customers to defect. Epic may never see these users again. It will also be denied the opportunity to access even a single new user among the 1 billion plus iOS users for at least the next year. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so Apple responded. I want to read their quote. It's not as long, I promise. Apple, Apple responded by saying, quote, We are disappointed that we have had to terminate the Epic Games account on the App Store. We have worked with the team at Epic Games for many years on their launches and releases. The court recommended that Epic comply with the App Store guidelines while their case moves forward. Guidelines they followed for the past decade until they created this created this situation. Epic has refused. Instead, they repeatedly submit Fortnite updates designed to violate the guidelines of the App Store. This is not fair to all other developers on the App Store and is putting customers in the middle of their fight. We hope that we can work together again in the future, but unfortunately, that is not possible today. So, I don't really know where to begin on this one. Very PC response there, though. Yes. Yeah. Some lawyer um, sat down and thought that one real hard. Right, big time. <laughs> so a few things. Ep- Epic has followed these guidelines for the past decade. And from what I got from Apple's response, it says that they repeatedly submit Fortnite updates designed to violate the guidelines, meaning they're still trying to circumvent the payment method on the iOS system. What do you guys think of just all this in general? Uh, Life start with you. I don't know. I mean, it's a bunch of shit, really. Epic is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that statement, that injunction <laughs> statement was just insane. Like, you're separating families from their children and stuff right. like that. It's like, think of the children. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's no other way to talk to your family except for through Fortnite. Like, I wait. What? Th- how else do you talk to your parents? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I tell them to just download Fortnite and I'll meet you in game and we'll talk for you know twenty minutes. What? Right? <laughs> I don't know. That was a bunch of shit. And I don't know legally. I, I'm gonna leave it up to the courts clearly before I yeah. s- decide who's right and who's wrong. But I don't know. That whole statement was just a bunch of shit. So I don't see how they could get away with the stuff they're doing and then if if what apple says is true maybe try following the rules if you want it back on right now and then then change it when the court decides you know instead right. of trying to make changes your yourself like illegally essentially breaking contracts and things so yeah I don't and know. then i also liked uh the line in the injunction epic was willing to stand up to apple because it was the right thing to do <laughs> so like they're trying to paint themselves as these heroes in this whole thing right the smaller going, ones can't do it we gotta we gotta stand up for them yeah you know? we're doing it for them 
we're doing it for the little guy. Oh my god! Right, Adam. Adam, what are your thoughts? Oh, I mean, again, we'll have to see what it plays out. But I mean, it does not look good for Epic, and I don't think they have a really strong leg to stand on here. And it's just, God, they just sound kind of desperate at that point. They you know? do. I the desperate is the right word. I think this is a oh god, we fucked up, and we have to fix this. But they're I'm, just fucking digging the hole deeper what? though like they're right? not instead of saying we're sorry and like manning up to what they've done yeah. they're just like no you're making it even worse and like yeah. i don't know and then please a judge somewhere help us i mean that's basically what it is yeah it's, or else they, we're fucked they Someone, shoot, there's they gotta shoot be a judge themselves. out there that plays fortnite right yeah <laughs> right <laughs> they shoot themselves in the foot and then look over at apple and go why the fuck did you do this yeah you know like why why did you ruin our game <laughs> you know like what no th- this is your fault you know like apple the judge can force apple to put to allow your your game back on their store but the judge is also going to say you have to follow the contract that's in play right, right now you can't yeah. just start making up your own goddamn rules after the fact even if the judge says the game has to be allowed back on apple they're going to say at this point with the injunction but in the ultimate end, they have to decide whether or not Apple's a monopoly or not. But honestly, there's a lot of them that are then if if Apple is. so. Well, like you said before, there's already been court rulings on this that Apple is not a monopoly. Like, there's already been rulings. Yeah, yeah, there and has. I don't, I don't know what Epic's thinking. I think, yeah, this is a, we fucked up bad and somebody has to help us or we're screwed. Yeah. I mean, 60% of 116 million users are no longer playing the game. That's right. kind of baffled crazy. by those numbers. Like, really I was too. That many people only play on iOS? Like, what? Yeah, that's crazy, yeah. isn't it? I figured I was it was a really PC surprised. console sort of game. Like, yeah. what? Whoa. I yeah. don't know, man. It- it feels like they're kind of trying to just sway public opinion at this point. Yeah. And I'd be curious I don't where that see number it happening. came from. I don't. Yeah, if they're trying to sway public opinion, it's not going to fucking work on me. So that right, it's yeah. having the opposite effect at this point. So yeah, big time. Stop ripping families apart, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Number two, Nintendo held a new Nintendo Direct last week, and the theme was a 35-year celebration of Mario. The two biggest announced games include Super Mario 3D All Stars, an enhanced collection of Super Mario 64. Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy, releasing September 18th, as well as Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, releasing February 21st. Also announced are Super Mario Bros. 35, a Battle Royale game much like Tetris 99, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, which lets players race through their own homes in an AR experience, and Super Mario All-Stars, which is already released on Nintendo Switch. So, for me... I was super jazzed about uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, and I pre-ordered that shit already. Oh, so nice. I'm going to be ready, I'm gonna be ready <laughs> to go when that comes out. Because I never got to play Sunshine or Galaxy, because I didn't oh, have the consoles. super good games. Yeah, yeah the game that's Cube. what I've heard. Mm. I've heard that they were just outstanding. But obviously, Super Mario 64, dude, dude. I played in, the hell out of that. And stuff. You get to really <laughs> right. see those sharp angles of right, Mario's right? <laughs> And that, uh, that was like the first game I remember like having to figure shit out by yourself. Because it was kind of like pre-internet days. Like so you didn't convoluted. have a guide. Yeah. 
you didn't there was no guide telling you where all the fucking stars were or where to go or but yeah i i ended up beating that game at one point when i was a kid but yeah what do you guys think of this you guys excited for i mean life doesn't have a switch but <laughs> uh, times life yeah geez. right <laughs> right Adam, you excited for this? Uh, yeah, I I'm really excited about Home Circuit. That looks yeah. If it's as good as the video shows, I think that's gonna be super fun. Like I could already see making like courses in your backyard or something, and like right. racing around and like oh, that could be so much fun. <laughs> I can Life. see some people going nuts too with it, like opening up the cars and putting in like better motors and stuff, and like <laughs> oh, yeah, powering right? up the little cars themselves. Like I can see this being really cool, actually. <laughs> uh, Life, does this entice you to buy a Switch? I mean, the Switch is a really, it's really neat. I would love to get one. I, I don't know though. I, I don't know. I'm kind of a cheap bastard, so it's tough to talk me into another system type deal. So I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But that that home circuit looks awesome. And yeah. I could just, you know, if my daughter was like five years older, I would probably already own this just in preparation for this. Right. But yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see when it comes out, maybe. And then the Battle Royale game, like Tetris 99, like when they explain that everybody's running their own super mario game but when you die you drop into another player's game and like you're trying to eliminate people and it sounds fucking cool yeah that and was like, kind of neat where you yeah. kill off enemies and yours and they appear in the other ones or whatever yeah too so you that's can, like pretty neat. pick up turtle shells and launch them into somebody else's game like yes that's cool well, it's funny i'm I'm pretty sure uh, someone had created a game like this on their own website, and it was 100 Marios in the very first level, and it was trying to see who could get to the end, and then, oh, I and remember then that. Nintendo like quickly shut them down about huh. it, and then like this comes out, and I'm like, huh, wonder if they stole that <laughs> idea, or if, right? they, if they were actually working on something, or what? They already had it right? going. <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing, that was like a couple years ago, I want to say. I do remember that, actually. I do. So, yeah, this is cool. I'm really excited for it. But in related news, number three, in an incredibly strange move, Nintendo announced that Super Mario 3D All-Stars will have a limited release and only be on sale from September 18th to March 31st. While a limited physical release sort of makes sense, maybe a limited digital release is a little more mind-boggling. Why? Yeah, why do you think they're doing that? Unless it's trying to make it exclusive because it's the 35th year and then they're going to do it again in another five years or something. I mean, Nintendo likes to make ways to print money. So (laughs) I had I had two ideas on this, like one kind of like what you were saying, Adam, like it's like the Disney vault or whatever, like when they used to pull movies out of the Disney vault to sell them, like they always sold them for a certain amount of time. So if you were a diehard Bambi fan. You can only buy it certain times when they pulled it out of the vault. So that was one idea. And then two, like, do they have a big quarter coming up where they're like, we need people to spend money during this time and this time really bad. Yeah. Well, like you you said, a way to wait for Nintendo to print money, basically, because they really have ways of doing that. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, yeah, this kind of blew my mind a little bit. Like, I can understand if you're releasing physical copies of the game, like to feel like, Hey, I got one of the physical copies, you know, but how do you have a time limit on a digital game? Yeah. Like you're going to say maybe print off a 
five million copies or something like that, and then that's it. But yeah, I I don't get why you would turn the tap off if people are buying it. Right. You know. So, but I don't know. Maybe maybe I don't know. I have no idea why they would do it. So, yeah, blows my mind a little bit. Number four. Uh, this one, Adam, do you just want to read this one? <laughs> no, you can't. You're better at it. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> NVIDIA has announced a new next-gen graphics card, the GeForce RTX 3080, 3090, and 3070. I have no idea what any of this means, which is why Adam and Justin are on this show. Except Justin's not on this show, so Adam, be prepared to carry this whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did any of you guys get a chance to watch the short little video about it? I did. Yeah. I did, yeah. Cool. I'm really excited about it. I so every year, you know, NVIDIA comes out with new graphics cards and stuff, and they're always a little bit better. This is like a big jump, you know, between last year's and this year's. So everyone's very excited about it. Um, I thought it was kind of interesting the way they're bringing it out and the price points. So the 3080, which is kind of your middle ground, is going to be 699 at release on September 17th. The better one, the 3090, is going to be coming out a little bit later on September 24th, and it's 1499, so like double that. And then the lower one, 3070, is going to be 499 coming out in October, which is also interesting. The lower one's coming out later, but right, <laughs> yeah, that's weird. So I've read a few things on it, and it was a bunch of mumbo jumbo technical jargon, and I just don't understand. Yeah, any of if that anyone shit. wants to look at the stats and specs and stuff, go out to their website. We're not, we don't yeah. need to regurgitate all that information. Right. So, <laughs> right. Uh, so I've read a few things though. Like, there are some people who are like, they're glad that this came out now, so they don't have to buy the next console generation. Like, is this to? put your pc on par with an xbox series x or a ps5 is that kind of what it, i'm getting from it adam uh, i mean yeah these these cards are definitely like the next gen they you know they were showing the the video how it's going to be able to do ray tracing and like all these amazing graphics hell the 3090 can do 8k gaming if you can find a game that can do that i guess they were showing control and then the new call of duty game it looks like those can play in 8k okay um so, I mean, you're really spending the money to play it in that, and plus you yeah, need a monitor and other hardware to do it, not just the graphics cards. So, right. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, if you get that, you're going to have a pretty awesome PC for many, many, many years. Yeah, $1,400? Holy fuck. <laughs> That's just the graphics card. I right. like how they call fucking... it the uh, BF GPU. I thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty sweet. But yeah, I and I love the little intro video too with that I don't know I didn't write down his name, but the guy standing in his kitchen. Mm, yeah. And like it was behind him the whole time. The, the other <laughs> like, one was in the oven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was fucking cool. What'd so. you think of that marbles at night, that like graphic uh physics engine that was built yeah. for it? And fucking that looked wild. amazing. Right? I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not gonna spend fucking fourteen hundred dollars on a graph i'm just gonna buy a new console but if you're a p if you're an exclusively pc gamer i mean this is something fucking cool and Mm -hmm. i'm I'm excited for you but it's a little little past my price point life how about you (laughs) yeah uh fifteen hundred dollars fourteen ninety nine yeah that's that's yeah it's almost double the price of my pc that's sitting in front of me right right now (laughs) um and that's just the graphics card but no that's sweet man and i think 
I don't know. Don't you think, Adam, this puts you like above like the newer console as far as graphics and stuff? Or is this about similar? Yeah, I mean, if you weren't bottlenecking through like your monitor and other sure. stuff and you had okay. all top of the line, absolutely. You're going to be blowing away those things. I would imagine somebody that spends $1,500 on a graphics card is going to have pretty well top of the line right. monitors and other right, things, yeah. hopefully, to, <laughs> to get the full effect out yeah. of it. But yeah, that's pretty, it's, that's cool. The videos were great, but uh, yeah. I don't see me buying these right now. I I mean I don't I'm not going to buy it either. I'll wait for the price to drop maybe in a year or so and I mean even yeah. a year or two down the line these things are still going to be fucking awesome as the price drops. It's going to be a really good budget card down the line. Yeah. Right. Good on you PC gamers. Good on you. All right, number five. Ubisoft is planning another streaming event on September 10th and a rumored Prince of Persia reboot is likely head to headline the event probably not appearing at the event are all the executives fired for misconduct or the raised fist image from elite squad. Um, (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I I thought the timing of this was interesting. I don't know about you guys. Like they're just off the heels of that elite squad. I don't know what the fuck you want to call it, but they're just off the heels of that. And now they're just going to come on and be like, here's some new games and shit. I don't know if they're just, they're trying like, to forget just, that hot take that just yeah, happened a week yeah. ago, guys. Let's <laughs> forget that ever happened. Let's move on. Yeah, I could see or, that playing that way. Or they, you know, they have a little bit of attention on them now. So hey, we've got more of a more of an right? audience. Might as well announce True. this too while we're at it. No such uh, thing as bad publicity. I guess you're right. Right. right? <laughs> Are you guys Prince Persia fans? Did you ever play? Yeah, I, I never played, played it. They were. They were okay. It wasn't necessarily ones that are like, yeah, Prince Persia, but they were fun. <laughs> right. Leif, how about you? Yeah, I never played that. Never did. So, I played every Prince Persian game. I really liked them, but the and like the reversing time and all that stuff is was a really cool aspect. But if I remember right, like I think they tried to reboot this like five, six years ago, something like that, and it kind of bombed commercially. So I'm interested to see what they do with the new Prince of Persia and how it's going to look and if they're going to try and change anything. Obviously, they'll have other announcements and shit other than just that, but Prince of Persia seems to be pretty much confirmed. But yeah, so I want to put that in there because of Prince of Persia and just the timing of this is a little strange. So we'll be watching that, or I'll be watching that at least on Thursday, and we'll talk about it next week, I'm sure. Hopefully, it's a good event. Number six. This is another piss-you-off one. EA has disabled its in-game ads for UFC 4 after heavy fan backlash. It appears EA waited a few weeks after the release of the game to activate the ads to avoid any mention of them in reviews. EA has commented by saying, quote, Earlier this week, the team turned on ad placements in EA Sports UFC 4 that appeared during the, quote, replay moments of the game. This type of advertising inventory is not new to the UFC franchise, though we have typically reserved displaying ads to specific main menu titles or Octagon logo placements. It is abundantly clear from your feedback that integrated ads into the replay and overlay experience is not welcome. The advertisements have been disabled by the team, and we apologize for any disruption to gameplay that players may have experienced. We realize that this should have been communicated with players ahead of time, and that's on us. We want to make sure our players have the best possible experience playing in EA Sports UFC 4, so ad integration in the replay and overlay experience will not be reappearing in the future. Thank you for your continued feedback on EA Sports UFC 4. 
Did you? <laughs> oh God! Did you guys... I mean, didn't we talk about this like a handful of weeks or more ago? And we're like, this we is going to be did. a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. And then, well, one, I think it's interesting. They waited until all the reviews for the game came out awesome. to activate it. Smart of like, them, actually. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but smart, fuck you guys. Underhanded, but smart. Yeah, but did you guys look up any gameplay footage of these ads? Mm-mm. No. So the the one I saw was an ad for the Amazon show The Boys, which if nobody's watching that, you fucking need to. Season two is out now, the first three episodes, and it's outstanding. But yeah, anytime like it would cut to like a slow-mo replay or whatever, it would play the ad first. And then... It would do the replay and then go back. But the most astounding one was like when you're in the middle of playing the game, like you're in the middle of the fight, a little box pops up with the ad, like right above the timer. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Like as you're playing the game, as you are playing, I'm going to have to YouTube this and check out gameplay of it or something. It's fucking crazy, dude. Like, I don't understand what they were thinking like that. Like, how distracting is that? You're trying to play the fucking game. Right. And this little box pops up with an ad. Oh, my God. I mean, good uh, on them for turning it off and being like, this will not be reappearing in the future. I mean, yeah, it was like a good up. it was a test sort of thing. And they're like, OK, we know the we know the outcome now. Got it. <laughs> uh Leif, what do you think on this yeah same same here <laughs> it was a smart move on their part both waiting until after the reviews but you know it clearly backfired on them and yeah they're just trying to soak up as much money as possible it's it's, right. it's ea you know and yeah exactly. it's, it's, i don't expect anything less i'm actually surprised they turned them off i saw the complaints <laughs> online about it and i was like well <laughs> You bought an EA sports game, so yeah. <laughs> that's part of the part of the problem. I mean, there, yeah, so. you're you're spending you know sixty dollars for a title, and then you're getting ads. You know, I think it right. could be one thing if they maybe do a cheaper version of the game. You know, it's like twenty dollar, but you get ads or something, right? Yeah. Or pay sixty, and you never get ads. I don't know, but what do you think of if, it's, it's, if they did something like that? What would you think about that? I mean, I would if well, first I'm not going to buy an EA Sports game, but if if I <laughs> yeah. did, I would I would pay the full retail, so I wouldn't have to watch any fucking ads. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, but you'd have a choice. So somebody that doesn't yeah. necessarily have sixty dollars to spend on the game, but really wants to play a UFC game, and let's say right. it's thirty bucks or something, well, they know they're getting into an ad-ridden thing. Well, you know, you knew it going into it, so right. that seems right. fair. Yeah, I mean, it's just like. Hulu, you can get the mm-hmm. ad-free one or the, the one for the ads, you know. So, and I, I don't care. You do you. You know, you spend more money if you want to avoid the ads. But yeah, at, at this point, you're paying for a whole game, but they're just trying to soak up a little bit more money on the back end, probably on right. top of other DLCs and added uh, pay-to-win type things or skins and things like that. So. And then another interesting point I thought was, I mean, UFC is not their most popular game, obviously. Can you imagine if they had tried this with Madden? <laughs> like, because <laughs> they just released Madden 21. 
Can you imagine if they tried the ads in that game? Oh, that would have been hilarious. Yeah, People would have lost their do, fucking Do it like mind. real TV, though. Like beer commercials, like Buffalo Wild Wings. Like, right? like here's a legit commercials that they might not even notice. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. But, oh, shit. I forgot I was playing this. Yeah, right? you have like four minutes of gameplay, and then you have a half an hour break for a commercial. <laughs> and- <laughs> oh man speaking of which uh nfl is back this week oh my god i can't wait cannot fucking wait all right moving well, are on, they sorry. are they even people at the stadium or is it gonna be uh, empty no it's gonna be empty for at least well the viking the vikings announced their first two home games for sure so at least through week four there will be no fans so it's gotta be so weird for yeah the athletes, they're going, i would think right they're gonna pipe in crowd noise and really? They, they did that yeah. with the NBA as well. Oh, yeah. wow. Similar. I actually read a, not to go on a too crazy tangent, but I read a really interesting article. I can't remember where on Daily Wire or something about how they they actually brought in like all the owners and the refs and everybody to decide on the rules on how loud you can pop pipe the audio through your speaker system. Interesting. Because, like, if you've ever been to a football game, like, when you're when your team's on defense and it's third down, like, it gets substantially louder in there. And, like, are you allowed to do that? Can you do that? How loud can you make it? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm interested to see what this is going to be like. So Yeah, I'm curious what the rules were, too. You know, like, of course, when it's a home game, there'd be more cheering for the home team, of course. Yeah. Like, do they shut you know like is is it purely only cheering for the home team the entire game you know like that makes sense but what rules do they have i'm curious on that so yeah it'll be i'm interested to see what happens and then too like some state like arrowhead stadium for the chiefs is notably the loudest stadium in the entire nfl so like do they get to be louder than other stadiums because if they had fans there it would be louder i don't know man it's gonna be crazy yeah. Crazy, crazy. Much they set like a decibel rule, and then once people are back and they're like, "Hey, hush, people! You're going a little too loud. You got to keep <laughs> yeah. that above the decibel level that yeah. we Pick it down. made the law yeah. on last year." So. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's gonna be a crazy year, man. I just hope we get through a whole season. We'll see what happens. So I kind of, kind of worried about it, but we'll see. All right, guys, that is it for the news. Let's jump into some listener questions, shall we? Sh- sh- shall we? Yes, oh, we shall. Uh, Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, all right. First up, Corn on the Cob writes Hi, Corn. Hi, What um, up, Corn? He wants to know, if Bob Barker wants you to spay and neuter your pets, do you think Dre- Drew Carey wants you to spay and neuter yourselves just to one-up Bob? What do you think, guys? Life, we'll start with you. Yeah, so I I thought about this question a little bit further, and I was trying to draw, you know, where they came up with this idea, even for one. But wouldn't okay if you were going to say Bob Barker wants you to spay and neuter your pets, and compare it to you, wouldn't you actually be comparing it to like let's say your kids? Because your pet's kind of like a kid, you know, it's oh, your yeah. responsibility. Wouldn't Drew Carey want you to spay and spay and neuter your 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 kids? That would I make more sense. Be, what the fuck, corn? Would be. I I feel like that's you know something corn you know kind of screwed up on here. Yeah, you did. Uh, you screwed up hard. Do you think corns maybe got? I don't know. They, I think corns maybe got some some family issues at home too. 
<laughs> you think so? Or he's Corn, been huffing you? glue with you, Leif. I can't tell. <laughs> like, when I read this question, I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, man. Corn, um, I'm willing. I'm going to listen to you. You just give me a call sometime. You email in, talk to Ryan. He'll give you my number. And we'll talk through your issues, okay? We'll talk through it. Adam, what are your thoughts? Again, I was so confused when I read this. I had to read it a couple times. It's just like, what? Do I think Drew Carey wants us to do that? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I really don't. I don't think Drew's in his, like, you know, before, like, I think this should happen just so I can one up Bob. Because you're never going to one up Bob. Like, you just got to no. realize that. So. Yeah. Game over. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know what i thought about this a lot too because after i read it i was like what i think this is our fault guys this is our fault because after the last episode we shit on corn on the cob because his question sucked so he just dialed it up to 11 this week it's exactly what happened yeah <laughs> this, you this know question? what ryan you're right it is our fault we give this guy a microphone to speak over our podcast asking questions about spay and neutering ourselves why why this is our why? fault why we, have nobody, we have nobody to blame. <laughs> what he's thinking we have nobody to blame but ourselves really so you know what corner cop this one's on us but i guess i'm gonna agree with those guys i don't think that's what drew carey's going after so <laughs> <laughs> moving on tim writes in hi tim hi tim what up tim with avengers being the newest games as a service game I'm just wondering what you guys think of them. Are they a way for developers to release a game before it is ready? Or do you really think it is a service to games? Adam, let's start with you. What, do you. what are your thoughts? Do you like games as a service? Do you think it's a kind of a cop-out way to get your game out early, even when it's not done? What do you think? I, I mean, I guess those are kind of two two different questions. Like service games, you know, ever since like WoW and subscription-based and stuff like that, there's obviously games that ser- you know that can work for them and obviously is proven to work um the like early release parts are getting it out there you know obviously that's starting to put this weird precedent the past few years where games can just come out early and call it early release or whatever and it just kind of feels weird and then either don't finish the project because they got their money and they left or you know what have you so it, it's a very it's a really interesting question but like i i feel like in the right model it can work but as a whole, I think it's not great for games. Leif, how about you? Yeah, Adam really nailed it on the head there. But uh, I would say, yeah, there's a lot of games, like you said, that work really well as a service. And like the ones that come out with like season passes, I guess, you know, that's kind of a service too. You know, you're you're not necessarily losing anything if you don't buy the season pass, but you're getting skins and things like that a lot of times. But you know, there was games in the past that came out and they had game-breaking bugs sometimes on them and there wasn't a way for them to be patched or anything back in the day. So I don't necessarily see it as a bad thing and I don't necessarily see early release games as a bad thing either. You kind of know what you're signing up for when you you buy one. Uh, As long as they're you know, you're told ahead of time. It's kind of like the same thing with the UFC, you know, if you bought it half price with with commercials and stuff. But, you know, in this case, you would be paying 20 or $30 for a game that you know that might not come out. But it also is helping, hopefully, maybe a lot of times a small developer kind of create, 
you know funding for a game that they might not be able to finish at all unless you 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 buy it so i've seen a lot of games that i've played that i've paid for that are early access minecraft being one of them way back when uh and that game has blown up and like subnautica you know i i purchased that when it was early access and you know they're great games and they they got finished but there's a lot of them that don't so i agree with him there's a lot of them that turn out to be shit and you've spent your money on something that somebody just took their money and ran with so so yeah i think a lot of it i think you both made really good points well so the two things i got one i think it depends on the studio that's doing it like Leif said, the games Leif brought up are like indie studio games, right? And they probably need the funding in order to get this shit done. But when you have a AAA developer releasing a game in early access, it's like, really? And I just don't get that. I mean, you got millions and millions of dollars behind you. But then as far as like the games as a service thing, so Avengers is a good example. I played Avengers on day one and there were some crazy ass bugs in there. Like, and during one cutscene, Kamala Khan's hair just disappeared. And then she was just bald. <laughs> nice. And then <laughs> there was one mission where like you were fighting waves of enemies and the like quote unquote boss enemy dropped or the strongest enemy dropped at the very end and didn't move the entire fight. So I just kind of walked up behind him and beat the shit out of him till he died. And <laughs> wow. like, and if you guys remember, do you guys remember when the first Destiny released? Mm-hmm. It yeah. had nothing to it. And they lost a ton of their player base right away. And like I remember we started it right away. And I was like, oh, this is really nothing too exciting. But then they built it up, built it up, built it up, and started getting that player base back. So I personally don't like games as a service. I really don't. Because I just release your game. Like, if you can afford it, if you can afford to do it, and you have a publisher who's backing you, a big name publisher, finish your fucking game, put it out. Anthem is another perfect example of. Ouch. Yeah. Like, you, you release <laughs> yeah. this game to the service, and it's fucking awful. And it was so awful that you've basically abandoned the entire project already. Yeah. And it's never coming back. Yeah, that like, clearly wasn't a service if you're just going to bail on it immediately. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't like games. I just don't. I'm not a fan. And the fact that Avengers, from everything I've read, at least after the campaign is over, you just got a bunch of boring ass shit to do. So why even bother? Anyways, that's that's my two cents. Thank you for the question, Tim. Lastly, Josh writes in. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. Josh. He said, hey, guys, if you could merge two games together into a new game, what would those two games be? Could be theme, story, gameplay, etc. Anything goes. So, Adam, let's start with you. What do you got? This was a really good question from Josh. I had to think about this one for a little bit. But what I ultimately came up with was I thought it'd be really fun to see like a JRPG version of like a Fallout game. But not oh, mis- not necessarily like a turn-based RPG. You could do like the Final Fantasy VII remake, kind of a little bit faster combat or something like that. But I think it would work really well and kind of feel like the old school, like one and two Fallout sort of feel to it. Yeah, I could see that. That would be really sweet, actually. Yeah, and yeah, the old ones don't were have- fun. It would have to be Obsidian that did it because, you know, Bethesda would ruin it. Just Just don't have fucking Bethesda do it. 
have it do right. like a new Vegas feel or something like that. Or yeah. you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That would be fun to play. I'd play the hell out of that. Right? I thought that sounded fun. Uh, have I'm you ever have played? Uh, have you ever what? played Wasteland, Adam? I have been meaning to pick up three. I saw that just came out. I've never played one and two, but I have seen that, and it looks very reminiscent of Fallout one and two. Yeah, it's very similar. I believe kind of XCOM actually it, sort of feel as well a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it's turn-based fighting. I played the second one. I haven't played the third one, being that it just came out, I think, last week or the week before. But uh, yeah, it, I I think that would uh, be right up your alley if that's something nice. you're looking for. Yeah, I saw it on Game Pass. I probably am definitely going to download and check it out. Yeah. Leif, I was actually going to ask you about that because it's co-op. So I played... I played two as well, but I think it'd be a fun game to play through somebody or with somebody. Huh. So I didn't know it was co-op. I didn't know really. it was co-op it either. Is. That's cool. Yeah, two-player co-op. So I was like, oh, that'd be fun to play. So, yeah. But we were too busy playing StarCraft, so next time. <laughs> I'll have to download it. <laughs> right. I'm going to have Leif go last on this one because it sounds like he has a good answer and mine is pretty terrible. Josh, I'm going to be honest with you. You threw me for a fucking loop, dude. I've thought about this and thought about this, and I could not think of a good one. So I just kind of have a joke one, and I'm going to throw it. Guys, can you imagine The Last of Us combined with worms? (laughs) (laughs) Like the side-scrolling 2D, like killing each other worms? Yeah. So what parts are you taking of each? No, no. The gameplay is worms, but with all the okay. fucking brevity and depressingness of The Last of Us, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, when your worm is murdered by another player, like there's a whole backstory to it and why that worm was murdered, and it's super <laughs> dark, and you go oh, on this revenge mission. <laughs> wow. Uh, <that's- laughs> okay. That's my answer. <laughs> Worbs, the like cheerful, colorful, lighthearted yep, game, right? as dark yep. as possible. Yeah, as dark <laughs> as humanly possible. It. Nice. <laughs> All right, life what's yours. Yeah, so I I had to think about the actual games that would match something I had in my head, but I thought Mount and Blade War Warband mixed with Planet Side. So if you've ever played Planet Side, that was that massive one where you could take yeah. over. You're fighting for like control of an entire planet. So there's a game that I've had in my mind since I was like 13 or 14, where like I used to play the old, well, the original Total War games, and I was like, this would be so cool if you like could be like an individual person on the battlefield. But I, I've always thought it would be cool to like, okay, so you have a world and it's multiplayer and you work your way up from like a vassal or something or just even just like a thief or something. And you work your way up to controlling like a small band of men and then you you control more larger groups of men and other people can be vassals underneath you. And you try to take over, let's say, a continent or something and you're battling other like kings and lords that are that are control other vassals and stuff. I thought that would be a cool kind of game. That would so be you could like actually. have like like if you're like a king, it might be more of like an RTS type of a game where you're not actually on the field, but you might be commanding larger troops around, and you'd be able to see what other like bits and pieces of what your scouts are telling you other countries are doing, and you'd be able to feed that off to your vassals and your lords and stuff who would maybe command other troops and they may have actual NBC armies as well, but then 
be able to be leading on the actual battlefield too but i thought it'd be kind of a cool game i don't see how you could make that work ever but it'd be neat that, yeah i i remember i played planet side i think at your house when we were young that was yeah. the only time i ever played it and then i never played what mount mountain what's it called mountain Not blade, blade. Yeah, yeah more than played the, Banner have played the new one. Leif I haven't Baylor? played. I haven't played it. I've been wanting to, but Dude, I've also so seen. Fun. Yeah, it's just expensive right now. <laughs> so I was right. waiting for it to go on sale, but it'll be so long before it is. So I almost bought it this weekend when I was getting pissed off at uh, Kingdom Crusaders, or so. But I almost did. I had my hand like hovering over the 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 buy button, and then I was like, no, I'll go back. I'll I think the one thing players. I like about Bannerlord is the fact that you're in those battles and you control a person during the battles, and yes. you can actually shoot arrows and like pick dudes off, and like I can change the tide of battle versus like just letting it, you know, number generation and crunch, and like you yes. won or lost. Like I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. So is it is it like Dynasty Warriors? Mm, no i mean it's literally like you have a group of guys and there's a group of guys on the other side and you're charging into a battlefield like head into each other yeah but you you're you're controlling like an individual guy and in some scenarios you might start off with no followers and and i don't know how banner lord works exactly but on warband you might start off with like a group of four guys under your belt so if you get attacked by anything above like 20 or to 40 men you're kind of sol but you can control the guys like adam said and you can work your way up to like being the king of all all of the continent that you're on and you know so i would take like pretty much banner lord or warband 100 percent, but then add multiplayer feel to it pretty oh, much interesting. Yeah, okay. that would be cool and you that could w- just I'm- play as like a merchant let's say even in the world but you'd have to like defend your your merchants from your your uh, caravan from like a- attacks and stuff from enemies and things like that so i thought it'd be cool i'm gonna have to check that game out but here's the plan guys this podcast is gonna get fucking huge right we're gonna be the most popular podcast in the world then we're gonna partner with a developer and we're gonna make that fucking game life we're gonna make that fucking make it happen yeah we'll have to talk to Baiko about that one yeah we will (laughs) thank you very much for the question josh that was a humdinger that's what that That was a good one that was a good one all right, boys, that ends our listener question portion. Now we're going to jump into fun facts. Do either of you have one that you really love that you would like to go first? Or should I pick at random? Random. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, uh, Adam, you're going first. All right. I don't know if this is a fun fact, but it's a fact. Apparently, uh, you know, the actor Woody Harrelson. His yes. father was a known hitman with ties to the mafia. Really? Really? Yes. That's, That's fucking awesome. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What? Uh, Back around not... in like the 50s and 60s, he was a known hitman for the mafia. Interesting he... way to grow up, probably. Did he he was convicted and everything in a, in a federal oh. judge. Like he went to prison for a long, long, long time. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he didn't he didn't help when he get into the uh, acting business. No, somehow. I don't think so. Mafia <laughs> <Okay. laughs> helped him. <laughs> right. <laughs> the other thing I thought was really interesting: Harrelson's uh, mother and Charleston's wife, Diana Lou Oswald, and can't I could not confirm or deny that she had any relation to Harry Lee Oswald. Yeah. 
This was kind of going into my uh, weird conspiracy theory book I was reading. So, (laughs) yeah, Lee Harvey. Lee Harvey. Harvey. Thank you. Sorry. (laughs) That guy. (laughs) That guy. The guy who maybe or maybe not killed JFK. Who knows? Maybe it was Charleston, Woody Harrelson's dad. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that be fucking crazy? (laughs) Yep. You changing your mind about Roswell now? <laughs> the question, right? Here. <laughs> if it, if Woody Harrelson's dad is involved, I might think about it. that's better than an alien any day. <laughs> uh, Leif, what's your fun fact? Mine is a historical fact about Ferdinand Magellan, the guy that supposedly uh, circled the the first person to circle the Earth. He uh, he was not the first person to circle the Earth because he died before he circled the Earth. He only gets the uh, the reputation for it because he was in command of the Armada that did it. But his slave probably was the first person to circle the Earth, but they don't have uh, any journals or anything from him or any historical evidence that he actually finished his trip. But he was his slave was from the islands, the Spice Islands, and uh, he that's where Ferdinand Magellan was trying to go. And... Uh, they reached a point where his slave could speak to everybody around and he spoke to all the natives language. And that's where Ferdinand decided to, uh, he was just going to spread the word of Jesus around. And that's when he, <laughs> he decided him, him and a hundred of his men decided to attack for a fellow like native, uh, King attack his enemies with a hundred men and there was like three or four thousand enemies and they barely made it off the beach and he ended up dying there but uh his his uh, slave enrique de malaca is the one that probably circled the, the earth the, the or first person. if you yes the first person too for sure it could have if it wasn't him then it would have been one of his uh final men that was left out of 270 men that started the trip only 18 or 19 men lived. They aren't 100% on that. Jeez. And Juan, Juan Sebastian Elcano was the uh, the guy that finally made it back to uh, Spain. So Interesting. Yeah, pretty crazy. You think you're going to take like 100 men off of your boat and uh, just walk through the shallow water as you're getting shot at with arrows and stuff and try to take down like 3,000 men? Yeah, that didn't right. work out so well. And then actually Enrique probably helped like turn the uh original king that that talked that worked with ferdinand he uh probably talked him into murdering what was left of his troops when they went back to his island and they were eating a meal one day and most of the troops were on the shore and they had them slaughtered so that well, that was nice but nobody ever saw enrique again so huh yeah so but he was probably the first person to circle the earth, not uh, Ferdinand Magellan. Fuck you, Magellan. <laughs> yeah, why Fuck he you. gets? Why does he get credit? He didn't make it right. on the earth. He's got a shit. fun name, I guess. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> he didn't even fully make it to the Spice Islands that he was originally the trying spice. for. <laughs> what a pussy! Am I right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would oh, go that God. far. <laughs> yeah. My fun fact, this is pretty new. Maybe you might have heard of it. Um, have you guys ever seen on Reddit, uh, Will It Run Doom? Have you guys ever seen that? Uh-uh. No. But so, it sounds fun. Will It Run Doom? Like the it's old school of, Doom? Oh, yeah. 1993 okay, Doom. Okay. So it's a bunch of programmers who find random objects in the world and find out if it can run Doom. 
So, for example, <laughs> they have a whole bunch. Uh, iPod can run Doom. A treadmill can run Doom. A microwave, a treadmill, can run Doom. so like yep. the little LED screen. On the- yep, yep. <laughs> uh, a ticket validator, like if you're going to a concert or whatever, that can run Doom. What? Uh, a T, a TI eighty five scientific calculator can run oh, Doom. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, oh, that brings back to high school. Yeah. Plug, yeah, they plug Doom into all this shit. But recently, uh, a programmer topped everybody. And nobody's ever gonna beat him. His name is Foon Turing. His Twitter handle is at Foon F O O N E, and he found a way to run Doom on a digital pregnancy test. <laughs> what? Yep. <laughs> yes. I'm literally looking at it right now yeah. as I'm going through the Reddit. Oh my god, this uh, is great on a on a camera. Seriously. <laughs> Yeah, hilarious. This guy, a literally a digital pregnancy test. It's on his Twitter. If you want to look it up, he found a way to run Doom. That's (laughs) insane. Is that fucking? Oh my god, an old iPod Mini. Oh, that's hilarious. That's a good one. (laughs) Dude, this Reddit is great. (laughs) (laughs) Treadmills and. microwaves and (laughs) like a whole bunch of crazy shit but yeah i think uh hands down the pregnancy test is hands down the winner yeah that's crazy i'll retweet that on our page too so people can look at it (laughs) but it's fucking wild all right boys i think that concludes nerdentity crisis episode 16 everyone please remember to follow us on twitter at nerdentitypod and email us your questions at identitycrisis at gmail.com. Only one thing left to do. Leif, send us home. Thank you all for listening. I think we all experienced our own ballet here tonight. A ballet of emotion and feelings. <laughs>